Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is the Mike Tomlin Game Day Podcast with Steelers Digest Editor Bob Labriola. Okay, Coach, Kenny Pickett had surgery on his ankle on Monday, and he's out for tonight's game. You have said Mitch Trubisky will start, and in talking about his traits as an NFL backup at your news conference, you said he, quote, has an outgoing and welcoming personality. What does that mean, and how does how is it an asset to his role? He, he's a good and easy communicator, um, and it's one of the functions that he has done a really good job at as a backup quarterback. Um, continual communication with the receivers, making sure that they're on the same page from a detailed perspective. That's something that's a very natural act for him. Uh, he does it with ease, uh, and it's just helpful, particularly on a short week. You don't get a lot of in-helmet perspective on the preparation. You get a lot of walkthroughs and, and film study. And so, you know, communication is a major component of understanding and gaining cohesion on a week like this week, and that's something that's just natural in his wheelhouse. Is he an easy guy to like by his teammates? Yeah, and I just think that's a component of of of, of that demeanor or that personality. Um, it's an asset on a short week. Um, they're oftentimes good teammates. Um, it's just good with people. Throughout this regular season, Mason Rudolph has been the emergency quarterback, and you explained that practice time for the player in that role is limited to running the scout team. Is it fair to call him rusty with respect to operating the Steelers' offense in a stadium? He's he's rusty from a physical rep standpoint, certainly, um, but he's involved in every meeting, every walkthrough. He stands behind the guy that's actually taking physical reps. And so, you know, he does everything in his power to ready himself. And obviously, he's making throws and he's maintaining his physical regiment. And so there's a component of there. Um, that's missing when you're talking about a guy at the third quarterback position, and that's the in-helmet perspective on on our work, and that and that's what he lacks, and that's what makes performance somewhat of a projection when you're talking about a third quarterback. Is he a realistic option to play with one week of preparation as a backup, with the exception, of course, of an in-game injury to Trubisky? You know, when pressed, obviously, um, but not ideal, certainly, because of the lack of in-helmet perspective on the work. Flipping it over to the defense, Landon Roberts injured a groin against the Cardinals, and on Monday you said he could definitively be described as questionable. If he can't play or even if he can't finish, who gets the green dot? You know, probably Mika Fitzpatrick because he's an all-circumstances player. The other linebackers um, would, would probably better serve to cast a big net and utilize all of them. Uh, in an effort to maximize performance. It might be a lack of conditioning or, or preparation from that perspective in the case of like a Blake Martinez who hadn't been here a long time, or it might just be a lack of exposure um, and from a guy like Mark Robinson uh, in terms of defensive snaps in the National Football League. So it's best to cast a big net to be inclusive, to utilize multiple people when you're doing that. Um, if he landing is not the guy, will probably be, be, be Mika from a hierarchy of green dots, if you will. Yeah, um, when you're looking for a guy for that role, it would seem to me anyway, it almost has to be a guy who's on the field for 100% of the snaps. Is that accurate? 
Um, 100% of the first and second down snaps. There's a transition on possession downs oftentimes offensively and defensively because of specialization within those downs that provide opportunity to message plays in old style. I know, God forbid, I'm talking about messaging plays in, but that is an every week occurrence in the National Football League, particularly as you transition from possession down plays in and out of possession down plays. Um, when a landing has been – like our green dot in the past, sometimes he doesn't play on third down. And so you message, you know, some of those things in. Um, that's just really every Sunday activity. So then it wouldn't hurt the fact that if Minka it play in center field where he is phys- where he might be physically in, in alignment, um, then he he could still do it. Yeah, if, we, we also have – there's so many mechanisms in place. This is really not as probably an interesting conversation <laughs> as you believe it is. Okay. We have hand signals as well. Um, there, there's a lot of fail-safes, if you will, from a communication perspective. Uh, we got to be ready for pace and other things. And so, um, you know, we're, we're pretty well insulated there. When it comes to kickoff returns, does the returner have discretion when it comes to bringing the ball out of the end zone? Depends on the circumstance. Um, some instances, zero discretion. Some instances, certain certainly discretion. Some instances, we're telling them to catch fair catch balls in the field of play. You know, with that new rule, um, there's some latitude from a decision-making and a coaching perspective back there. What would be some of the uh, hypothetical situations where a fair catch in the field of play might be warranted? You just want to gain, gain possession of the ball at the 25 without fear of penalty or a loss of time. So then the game clock also would be a factor in this almost all the time, right? Whether he fair, whether he brings it out not, or not. Not all the time, but certainly it can be. On an NFL passing play, does the quarterback know when he breaks the huddle who is the primary intended receiver, or does he have to look over the defensive alignment first? Um, in some instances, there is a primary, uh, regardless of what defensive structure is. Oftentimes, the primary is dictated by middle of the field open, middle of the field closed, defensive structure, things of that nature. Does a play call also include an automatic second read? Certainly. There's a progression, uh, if you will. Um, Various forms of offense have uh, various uh, progression processes. Some are full field reads, right to left, left to right, high to low, low to high, um, half field reads, uh, depending on the concept and the offense. Uh, but there's almost always a progression which moves you from one to two to three, et cetera. Is there three and four on most? In some, in some instances. Um, play concepts sometimes are limited. Uh, max protection, things that go down the field, usually require more protection, thus less less options. Uh, rhythm passing game, West Coast passing game, five out passing oftentimes is field full reads, right to left, left to right if you will, include encompass all five. So does every play call have an automatic check down? Is there a check down receiver for every play, pass play? There's there's a progression, um, but it doesn't necessarily fall into the description of check down. What's a hot read? What's that mean? Um, a receiver that you go to um, versus a blitz when you don't have an appropriate number of people to, pl- to pick up a blitzer so you handle it by getting the ball out quickly. Um, but that's dictated not by what defenses do, but by the protection of the offenses. So th- so then the receiver would know if he's a hot read. Based on protection. Um, and it, is it, I've heard announcers say this. The hot read is always to the same side that the blitz is coming. Is that accurate? Usually, certainly. 
Um, okay, the last time you faced New England was in week two of the 2022 season. Was that video of any value in creating a plan for tonight's game, or did you just depend on 2023 Patriots video? I think anytime there's continuity on both sides, uh, old video is, is useful, um, is, a, is a resource. Um, whenever I play an opponent, win or lose, there's notes that I take in review of the game, the week, um, things that went well, things that didn't go well, et cetera. You bank it, you put it away. Um, that's probably the first thing you pull out the next time you play to the opponent. And I imagine that's not exclusive to me or to us. And so any shared experience um, with an opponent uh, when there's continuity uh, is oftentimes a basis to begin in terms of new planning. What would you list as the core principles of a team coached by Bill Belichick? You know, educated in all three phases and in, 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 in willing and capable of putting that education on display, whether it is education regarding the game plan and matchups or education uh, regarding the game uh, and components of the game itself. Um, it's oftentimes displayed in, in, in special teams, uh, for example. Um, but it, it, is, it, it permeates throughout. Um, I could get in more explicit detail in terms of the things that they value because Bill has been at it long in the same a long time. In the same ways, I could tell you the characteristics of an Andy Reid group or a John Harbaugh group. And so, um, you know, there's a texture to it, if you will. So, when you look at uh, New England's roster of coaches, no one has the title defensive coordinator. Is that something that the head coach handles personally? You know, I don't know how they divide their labor up they they've been they've been really you know conscious about being obscure in terms of titles and things of that nature that's neither here nor there I don't care to be quite honest with you um at this juncture of the season there's so much video um evidence of who and what they are from a defensive perspective you know who the potential play caller is and things of that nature um it's probably less relevant or not relevant to me at all um it might be interesting in September, you know, but um, I don't know that it's a factor at all from a strategic standpoint this time of year. So when you watch video of this P- Patriots team, is that a Belichick defense? Um, in principle, um, in some things, yes. But Bill has been on the job so long. Uh, what you would describe as a Belichick coach defense has evolved with the game, uh, nuances of the game, um, trends within the game. And so um, – Yes, I'm not surprised by what I see on video, um, but it's ever-changing, uh, particularly on long-standing uh, people in this business, man. You you adapt or die in our profession, um, and, and particularly from a coaching perspective. And so um, certainly I see some adaptation to trends and things going on in today's game. Mac Jones was the 15th overall pick in the 2021 NFL Draft as a quarterback from Alabama. Najee Harris was the 24th overall pick in the 2021 NFL Draft as a running back from Alabama. What do you remember about that pro day? Um, you know, I, I think Najee had most of my attention. I went down, I think it was two pro days, you know, uh, at Bama, man. Um, they got so many guys and, and so many things to, to cover. There were two, and I think I went to both. Um, and so I think the first pro day I was looking at defensive players of the bigs and kind of knowing that I would come back and get an opportunity to focus on Nas and some other things on the second one. And so that was kind of my mindset. So that turned out to be 2021 was Ben's last season. 
Did you do any window shopping since you were down there? They had a quarterback who was uh, talent. Yeah, I, I think we were looking at quarterbacks, man, you know, all the way back to like 19 or so. It was just a good process for us. You know, when you got a quarterback in his mid-30s, man, um, you know, you, you know, it's just a component of the business. And so certainly I was evaluating quarterbacks in 2021, and I was evaluating quarterbacks as far back as 19. So what do you remember about Mac Jones? Um, just his intangible quality, um, how he endeared himself to his teammates, uh, you felt his energy when he walked into a room. Uh, some pro day-like things. Um, very good above the neck. Could articulate the game. Um, a good representation of schematic wishes in him in play. Um, mentally tough because again, it it wasn't instant success for him there. Um, you know, he chose to to get in that fight, man, and to and to wait his turn or or battle and wait to get opportunity and. And a lot of those things were respectable from a football character perspective. And so just had a real good feel for him. I think the National Football League did, and I think that's why he went where he went in the draft. That's the Mike Tomlin Game Day Podcast. Subscribe and download new episodes every week and check out all of the other shows we have to offer on the Steelers Podcast Network that's available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash slash iHeart.